Hi, and welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I am super duper excited about. Um, I've been watching his movies since the year 2000 and he has just put out one great one after another mainly most of the time playing the same character i don't know if i've ever seen an actor play the same character more and as well every time you know you've just nailed it every time and i'm just so excited to see you here i'd like to introduce you all to hugh jackman how's it going Hugh? it's going great happy to be here Uh, so what brings you to new york right now you you working on another musical well, I'm actually uh, going as an understudy for another furry Marvel character. And I wanted to get a lot of uh, research by walking through Greenwich Village and observing a lot of the bears that have walked around there because they got a lot of fear. Uh, you, you mean like uh, hairy gay men for everyone who uh, is listening out there, right? Like when you say bears? Yeah, I figured all of your listeners would understand that. No, I mean... Immediately. So, so, you have a lot of bears that no, listen I mean, to this. No, I mean, hey, uh, when we had Daniel Radcliffe on the show, he was talking about, like, legitimate animals in New York City, and uh, I was unaware that, like, there was a lot of different animals in New York City, so I didn't know if you actually meant real bears. Yeah, you got bears, you got cubs, you have uh, scorpions. Scorpions? I haven't heard that one before. Scorpions are fun. They kind of hang out by the docks. And, uh, you know, they sting, but they're, they're the most fun. They sneak up on you. I, see, I'm, I'm, I'm not certain if you're actually talking about people right now or the actual insect scorpions. Both. Okay. Well, <laughs> so you're, you're, you're studying for another furry world. Can you give us a clue of whom it might be? I mean, you were playing Wolverine uh, for everyone who doesn't know already. You played Wolverine since the year 2000, so 18 years. I mean, your last movie, uh, Old uh, Logan... Uh, was very critically acclaimed, but you also claimed that was your last X-Men movie. He is the key to all my roles. <laughs> the facial hair changes slightly, and the uh, sword length changes slightly, but I'm basically a one-trick pony. So you're, you're saying like all your roles are essentially the same? Like I know, I know uh, you were very acclaimed for your role as Jean Valjean in Les Mis. Mm-hmm. So you're saying Jean Valjean, same as Wolverine? Not the same, but I start with a derivative. I start with a blueprint, and really, what changes is just my facial hair. That's really all that changes. The Greatest Showman, slightly different facial hair. Uh, you you are also like so. I, I I'm that that's my question. Uh, you play a lot of charismatic characters, and uh, like. You, you've played a few darker characters. I mean, the movie Prisoners was like a very dark character. Uh, what is your preference when seeking out a role or accepting a role? I know you said you start out with the facial hair and that it's generally the same. But, I mean, you, you've like narrowly missed winning Oscars like a few times. Very disappointed. But I would say any role that I can take off my shirt and flex my muscles and growl at the camera for is a solid casting. All right. I mean, you do take off your shirt a lot. I mean, the movie Australia. Because there's masses. Yeah, I mean, you, you are quite a fit gentleman. I, I mean, you even got more muscular <laughs> later into your career. I remember uh, when you were uh, uh, beefing up for the role of Logan in the movie Logan, 
uh, you you posted some of your uh, gym pics to social media, and you were just like gun show blazing in the gym. Uh, what is your secret to staying so fit? My wife, who is close to 20 years older than me, says, Hugh, I want you to work out. I want you to be my little... Uh, my little uh, young stud. So then I double down. I take my protein. I take my uh, nitric oxide, and I go to the gym. And it's just as simple as that, you know, just uh, taking your protein and going to the gym? Well, also, I look at the other men, and I'm like, Hugh, you're an A-list actor. You can do better than them. You can do more tricep dips than that guy. You can do more elliptical running than that guy. Now, do you go to a normal gym or do you go to a gym that other celebrities go to? And if so, what celebrities do you run into at the gym? I actually use ClassPass. So I go to different classes, different uh, studios, because I don't want to be married to one, uh, one gym, even though I'm, you know, I should be at Gold's gym, but... Um, Gold Gym? It's, that seems a little like... I would assume you would at least go to an Equinox. No, Gold's is where the bears go. Yeah, but Gold's is also, it's like, what is that, like $20 a month for a, a, a pass there? In 1974, maybe. Now it's 200 Wait, because everyone no one wants, Gold's everyone, Gym is 200 Everyone wants to be seen there. Unless you uh, can bench over five hundred, and then they re- at, and then they reduce at the Gold's rate. gym. Yeah, they reduce the rate based on the bigger weight that you can do. So they're like every month they say, "Look, get over there, bench that amount, and we'll reduce your monthly rate." Because they want to encourage the biggest, the strongest, the most burly men, and they say. We want to reward that with a lower membership fee. That sounds like the opposite of a Planet Fitness. <laughs> like Planet Fitness, like is no, there's no intimidation there. It's, so you're saying like Gold's Gym is the whole pure thing behind it is gym intimidation, and that you you approve of that. I approve. It's incentivizing uh, bears to come out and be bears. By the way, Jonah Hill goes to uh, Planet Fitness. I mean, he's looking quite svelte right now. Did you, uh, I mean, we're recording this in early November. He just did his stint on SNL. Uh, he looked great. He did. But he's their poster boy. He's their one person that just got in incredible shape. Yeah, I mean, he, he's someone that's weight tends to fluctuate. What would you say to, like, uh, actors like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's known for being just a giant, massive man? Well, see, people think that Dwayne is only a big man and that he only works out his arms, he only works out his legs, he only works out those beautiful calves, he only works out that rock-hard stomach, he only works out those shoulders, he only works out that neck, but he also does eyebrow lifts. People don't realize that. Um, I mean, it makes sense. He, he is well-known for his signature people's eyebrow from the 90s, so I'd, I'd imagine he works out everything on his body. He looks like one giant muscle. Yeah, he actually hangs rocks from his eyebrows at the gym, and uh, he can uh, bench. He can. Uh, so wait, are you saying that Dwayne the Rock Johnson goes to Gold's Gym? I feel like he would be at something way more exclusive. Well, he goes to. He has his own gym in his house. Okay, with, that, in that's the Hollywood cool. Hills that yeah. looks over the water. And you've been there. Of course, I've been there. Six hundred fifty square feet, and I use square feet. 
because that's what the Americans use. And yeah, I was about to say you're, you're from Australia. Yeah. You tend to use the Mexican system, but you've been living in the United States for a while now. I have. I'm. Uh, I look American. I uh, play. What, American what does also. "look American" mean? Well, they were like, "How can we find a Wolverine?" And they couldn't find one, so they found the most American-looking one. But I'm actually Australian. But Wolverine's not an American character. He's from Canada. That's part of his story. Yeah, but Canada's not going to make a movie like that. I mean, uh, I don't know how much you know about your comic book past and the history of your character, but he was, like, from Canada, and he was actually part of, like, an elite, like, Canada X-Men called Alpha Squad. Are you implying that I don't know my character? That Hugh Jackman doesn't do character development? I mean, uh, you said that they picked you because you looked American. Yeah, because they're going to release it in America. Doesn't mean that the derivative character is not Canadian. We all know that the best people come from Canada. Justin Bieber, Nickelback, Avril Lavigne, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling. You've named a lot of people who have been on our show, by the way. Justin Trudeau. Justin Bieber, also from Canada. Justin Trudeau is Justin Bieber in 20 years. Justin Bieber is going to be prime minister, I say. Really? You're big on uh, Canadian politics? Not I mean, that. it seems like Canada doesn't want him back. I mean, he Justin Bieber has been staying in the United States. Uh, we tried to, oh, we almost extradited him after, like, he's been in trouble with the law. Well, what a lot of people don't know about Justin Bieber, especially outside of Hollywood, is that Justin Bieber is a Canadian agent. Canadian agent? Similar to the way that Russia sends, you know, Kremlin people here, thousands of them a year to investigate and share dirty secrets. That's what Justin Bieber is, and he's trying to distract with all the malarkey. But he's actually a Canadian agent. He's a Canadian agent. So is Ryan Gosling. Ryan Reynolds isn't. Wait, wait, what's, what, 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 why, why would Ryan Gosling be uh, an agent? Like, it, it seems... Like, also, I thought Ryan Gosling's American. Are you, are you sure you, you, you're not confusing the two? I know so much about Canadian matters. Remember, my well, character is a Canadian derivative, okay? Yeah, yeah I, I'm well aware that Wolverine uh, is from Canada. Uh, but you've also played characters from other nations. I mean, Jean Valjean was French. How much do you know about French politics? I've had a couple of French uh, threesomes, so I would say pretty culturally aware. I mean, having a French threesome, a.k.a. a menage a trois, doesn't make you up to date with, like, French history. It does if the women are screaming out phrases from the French Revolution while it's happening. But the lameness didn't happen during the French Revolution. No, this is my private life. Uh, Fair enough. Um, And uh, what does your wife feel like about all of this, like, character research that may... um, Encroach on, like, your marital fidelity. Well, she's a little bit older. She's uh, more of the AARP age. I mean, you are as well. You're you're 50 now. That's You're you're getting that card. In Hollywood, 50 is, like, 26. Really? I thought, like, 50 is, like, 70 in Hollywood. No. And it's the opposite in politics, as you'll see. So, wait, uh, wait, uh, opposite in politics? What do you mean, like... Donald Trump looks 90. I mean, he, he's like 80-something. So, yeah, I'm sure he would look 90. 
I, I think he's 80 something. I, yeah, I, but that's even with makeup. Yeah. Orange makeup. I don't know if he's wearing makeup or he's just using a lot of tanner. We like we we've discussed Donald Trump's appearance on the show before when we had Jimmy Fallon on and uh he he's he was like he does look cartoonish. How do you stay looking so young? I mean, I know you're not involved in politics, and I'm sure politics ages a person. Does film like work a reverse process in that situation? Well, it all depends. Um, depends on Wolverine. You know, all those flexing and and straining of the muscles and uh, gesturing in the face. And squinting, that'll age you. But The Greatest Showman, where I just uh, dress up in a, basically a top hat and a tuxedo and wave a wand at people, that keeps you young. It keeps you viral. Speaking of The Greatest Showman, there is a little bit of a controversy with that movie. I um, did fuck the tiger, if that's what the controversy that, was. That was I not did the fuck con- the tiger. Oh, I'm sure people did not want to hear that. That's kind of messed up. But uh, there was a, like, saying that you basically... Rest in peace, Siegfried and Roy. They're not dead. Well, one of them got eaten. He got injured. I don't think he got eaten. Well, rest in peace to his career. Uh, maybe... But uh, it was recently, like, uh, said that, like, The Greatest Showman definitely whitewashed the story of, like, P.T. Barnum. And that P.T. Barnum, as a person, wasn't too great, actually. And that he would, like, exploit people and abuse animals. Does it surprise you that Hollywood made a film where they whitewashed a character? Is that so out of character? Could we believe that? I mean... But with your face on it, I, I feel like you should be the one to, like, answer to those, like, uh, controversies. And, like, p- I'm sure people out there want to hear what you have to say about it. I am just a very talented actor. I am not here to speak for Barnum. I am not here to speak for Bailey. But I am here to speak for Siegfried and Roy. They're, they're still alive. They're not dead. Well. Uh, unlike Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey's Circus, which is very much uh, now defunct. How do you feel about that, by the way? Well, Cirque du Soleil has taken them all over. You're not a fan of Cirque du Soleil? I mean, I'm very it, much a fan, but it is a little gay. It, it, it's also from Canada, so. It's Quebec. Yeah. Wait, so Quebec's not Canada? It is Quebec. I was just being more specific. Okay, you, you said because that in Qu- a way Quebec, that... Quebec is the most interesting part of Canada. As a, as a Canadian historian, I uh, tend to emulate. Quebec almost became its own country in the 1970s. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I mean, they're... they're, they're uh, spoken language over there is French, unlike the rest of Canada, which speaks the Queen's English. By the way, have you noticed that my accent has gotten more and more tropical yeah, as, as the moments went on? It sounds rather Irish at this point. Yeah. Well, um, I tend to get very passionate when I go back into my Australian inflection because I've been in America so long. I, I start to talk to people like this and I say oh, that. Oh, no, that's that, very impressive. Well, I mean, when when I go into an audition, which I don't go into auditions anymore because I'm fucking Hugh Jackman, but... When I uh, meet with producers, I, I Australian up the accent because it stands out. Does People, it throw them off guard? 
No, because they know what they're expecting. But it's kind of like when people met Bill Clinton. They knew he was going to be charming, but they didn't know they'd end up under his desk with uh, cam stains on no, their that is, uh, no, That is unnecessary. We don't need to talk about it right that. But, like, there are actors do, that ha- do have strong accents outside the roles that do shock people. Like, um, just right off the bat, Christian Bale, I know, has a very strong Welsh accent. Incredible actor. Incredible actor. He, he's actually, uh, he was born in Wales, but... He's from, uh, he really uh, was raised in northern England, and he can play a fighter from Philly, he can play a banker from Connecticut, he can play a dry cleaner from Bronx. So basically only uh, the northeast, he can only play the northeast. I mean, he's <laughs> about to play uh, Dick, Dick Cheney, Cheney yeah. in Vice. Did you see that transformation? Yeah, it, I, I don't recognize him. He's Have incredible. You, would you ever go under a transformation like that? You like, mean gender? No, no, he didn't change gender. He just, like, put on a lot of weight. Would you let yourself go and get fat like that? <sighs> Tough to say. Tough to say. How far would you go for a role? It's a great question. It's very theoretical. Uh, it would depend on how much I like the role. I know that's not an exciting answer, but... but like, would you play J- Dick Cheney? Like, if it was offered to you before it was offered to him. I'd have to get rid of the facial hair, which is kind of a problem. I'm trying to remember the last time I saw you without facial hair. Um, when I, I was mean, a baby. Oh, uh, no. When you were on Broadway, you, you played uh, the boy from Oz. Correct. And Correct. He, he didn't have uh, facial hair. And also when you played Curly in Oklahoma, did not have facial hair. Yeah, Broadway tends to bring out my bare baby side. Bare baby side? What bare does that baby mean? Side. Bare baby side is like when I want to look like a little baby. When I want to, you know, look like a little baby on the Barbie. A baby on the Barbie. Oh, lovely. All right. Well, on that note, I think we've reached the part of the show where we like to do a little few speed rounds. We play a couple games on this show. The first game we like to play here is Fuck, Mary Kill. Basically, I will list three names, and you tell me which category each name goes into. The first name, Rogue. Second name, Storm. Third name, Jean Grey. These are all X-Men characters, if you don't recall. Correct. I'm just so focused on Wolverine that I forget who else is in the uh, X-Men trilogy. Uh, can, you go, can you repeat that once more? Uh, Rogue, Storm, Jean Grey. Rogue, Storm, Jean Grey. Fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Okay. You're going to give me an answer? Of like, oh, 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 okay. Um... Ooh. Storm definitely fuck because you're going to, I mean, you want to save that for the end because you're going to be, you know, you're going to have a broken neck after you fuck, uh, you know, Storm. So you don't Mm want to do that every night. So, all right. So we'll go with fuck Storm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) This is a tough one. Mary Jean Grey. All right. And, that, and kill rogue. That goes with kill, kill rogue. rogue. Okay, that's fair enough. All right, the next game we like to play here is a little bit of word association. Basically, I want to fact more people. That that's fair. I I definitely believe that. Um, you have been uh no not too shy about expressing uh your uh sexual prowess on the show. You want to know what the toughest thing about fucking as Wolverine is? What is it? Not cutting the gale. Okay, you don't actually have claws. Like. Do, 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 Okay, now I'm. I don't know how deep you go into your characters, and I do not want to know. 
It's All called right. it's called method acting. That, that's not, oh my god. I, I, you, I, I'm getting so fed up today with actors saying, "Oh, I'm method. Watch me eat this bison liver." No, you don't actually have to eat a bison liver. It's called acting for a reason. You have to just pretend that that like porterhouse steak that you're eating is a bison liver. You don't actually have to eat a real raw bison liver. Sorry, that was my rant on Leonardo S- DiCaprio. Somebody has some animosity towards acting. Well, Leo is a little too liked. He, he needs to get a little. Uh, he needs to get a little more hate. Okay. Well, I will be the first to hate him, Leo. If you want to come on the show, please feel free to come by. Uh, we'll ha- we'll table this discussion for now. At this point, we want to play a little bit of word association, though. Basically, I'm going to say a word, and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. First word: sing, dance, act, well, dance, crazy, down, up, under, my bed, kangaroo. Pouch. Awards. I win them all. Charm. Me. Stardom. Me. Claws. Every night. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Hugh Jackman for stopping by again. Hugh, do you have thank anything you, to say to our listeners before you head out? Just uh, keep following the beard. Um, just remember, Siegfried and Roy, rest in peace. Good guys, you know? They're still alive. Good guys. Who knows? They might. I saw I saw I saw a hologram of them at uh, Coachella a couple of years ago. Uh, standing next to Tupac and uh, you know uh, they were rubbing Tupac's back. They all said, right. Well thank you again, you for stopping by and thank you all for listening and we will see you all next time. Thank you again for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised, so instead of having the actual Hugh Jackman here with me today has been my friend Ryan Hersich. How's it going, Ryan? It's going very well. I've uh, I've never felt uh, more comfy in your studio. Oh, so Hugh Jackman. Uh, do you have any like personal like stories with Hugh Jackman or like? You, you knew who Hugh Jackman was, obviously, right? Yeah. I knew who Hugh Jackman was, and I knew, a li- I knew some about him. You know, I wasn't that understanding of a lot of the roles he did outside of, you know, the Logan and, you know, X-Men movies. But I did, uh, I actually haven't seen The Greatest Showman, but it's, weirdly enough, f- my first movie on my list to see next. Really? And it had already been. Um, and... I feel like after seeing The Greatest Showman, I'm going to have a really good um, feeling about Hugh Jackman as a, like a diverse actor because I think he's been kind of pigeonholed. Have you seen Les Mis? No, I haven't. It's good. I, I mean, I like it. Uh, a lot. Some people have issues with it because they're like, it's too long. They do too many like extreme close-ups of people's faces. But yeah, I, I've I think heard. it's an enjoyable film other than uh, Russell Crowe's performance, which is Awful. Russell Crowe, he kind of, uh, he hit the top of the parabola at Gladiator. Maybe, or A Beautiful Mind. I mean, he, he's a good actor. He just cannot sing. And uh, Les Mis is yeah. essentially an opera. So. I, I can't picture Russell Crowe singing. It is awful. It is really bad. So are you saying don't see Les Mis? No, no, see it because, you know, uh, Anne Hathaway won an Oscar for her performance in it, and she was really good. Eddie Redmayne crushes it in it. I love Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, so if you want to see a really good Eddie Redmayne performance, watch Les Mis. 
God, how perfect was he for that? Uh, for Stephen Hawking to play Stephen Hawking, okay. like even if you, even if you just saw Eddie Redmayne, you'd be like, that guy would play a good Stephen Hawking. He plays a good everything. He He's plays like, a good every. I agree. Except okay, so uh, there's a movie called Jupiter Ascending that will like make you question every opinion you have on Eddie Redmayne because of how bad his performance is. Look, we all. Not every not everything can be a hit. He he goes like complete Nick Cage in it. Essentially, he goes like all the way to crazy town, like shouting every line. It, it, it's it's kind of bonkers. He doesn't seem. He doesn't strike me as a guy that would ever shout anything. Watch watch clip. I don't want you to like sit through all of Jupiter Ascending because it is that bad of a movie. But like watch clips because I will. Also, Jupiter like, Ascending. Yeah. Also, like Channing Tatum's in it, and he plays someone that's like half dog. Isn't that every movie he does? <laughs> no, but like literally he's got like a dog snout and dog <laughs> ears. <laughs> What's that movie? Uh, I, you're going to say it immediately where where he plays like a stripper. Oh, Magic Mike? Yeah. Yeah. What if he, what if, I've never seen the movie, but what if in the movie as part of his stripping routine he had a dog snout? I mean, hey, uh, I'm sure they're looking for ideas in Hollywood um, and I'm sure Channing Tatum would be open to them. Uh, speaking of Channing Tatum, he's been forever trying to get his X-Men movie made. He's trying to be Gambit for the last, like, five years. And, like, talking about a movie that's been in development hell, like, it's lost, like, three different directors, been through, like, four different rewrites. Um, what Do you have a favorite X-Men? Probably, I mean... Movie or character? Uh, character. Sorry. Character. Okay. Um, if movie's easier, you want and you want to answer that one first. Well, I thought I actually thought Logan was really good. Yeah, and Logan was great. I, I, I and I wasn't ex- and also partly because I wasn't expecting it to be that good. Mm-hmm. But um, although I have a lower opinion of it than most people do, because I th- I thought like the third act of it was kind of a letdown. Like, oh, it's a big boss battle again. Uh. I, After like how like gritty the rest of the movie was and how like grounded it was, like to see like oh the the big bad guy gets really strong and it's him versus Wolverine, I could have totally seen that coming because that's how all of these movies end. Yeah, they're they're mostly the peak scenes are pretty predictable. It's all what happens in the in between that you know makes the movie unique. As far as my favorite X, I I really liked. I mean. This is very specific, but I really like Jennifer Lawrence's character. Who did Uh, she as Mystique? I thought she was really good. And what's funny is that was that was before Jennifer Lawrence. I think was like Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, uh, it was after Jennifer Lawrence had done Winter's Bone, but it was before she had like done Hunger Games. And and was it before she had done Silver Linings Playbook? Yeah. No. Yeah. So that was when I first like got to really know who Jennifer Lawrence was. So she, that character I really liked. Um, my favorite movie, I really liked the, f- uh, the first one. Oh, the, the original X-Men movie? The yeah. one like where Jennifer Lawrence wasn't in. Yeah, exactly. But I liked her role in the others. Yeah, yeah. No, it's best, funny. For the first but... three movies, they had a different actress playing Mystique. Yeah, uh, exactly. They've, they've changed. And it's easy to change that character because it's not so, uh, it's not as identifiable as, say, uh, Wolverine. Yeah, no. If they changed, like, if they changed Wolverine. Wolverine and they made it Jonah Hill, 
no, actually, th- that's a funny thing is when Wolverine was initially cast, like Hugh Jackman was initially cast as Wolverine, people were like going nuts because Wolverine's actually supposed to be like five five. And Hugh Jackman's like yeah, he's, six three. Yeah, Hugh Jackman's like six four. Yeah, um, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's a big exactly. I, I just heard someone talking about how like they were. Oh, Bill Burr was just talking about how he was in a movie shooting with uh, Wolverine, and it wasn't. It was I forgot what the name of the movie was. I don't think it's come out yet. And he was talking about how like in the scene, Hugh Jackman's character gets so mad at him, and he's like, and Bill Burr's thinking he's like, is he is he about to go Wolverine on me? And he like dropped his what he was holding and it wasn't part of the scene where he like drops, he was holding like a notebook or something like that. And he dropped it. And, uh, when they, when the movie premiered, I guess at a festival, everyone's like, you know, Bill, we really loved your choice with dropping that notebook. He's like, that wasn't a choice that I like thought I actually was genuinely scared in that moment by Hugh Jackman becoming Wolverine. I mean, he's, he's a big dude. He's very I, don't, I don't, I don't blame him, but yeah. So, Ryan, you are a actor, uh, comedian around the city. What do you have going on? Where can people find out what you're up to? Um, I'm currently uh, reconstructing my website. So my website it, uh, hasn't been put up yet. But I would just say just follow me on social media at Ryan Herzich at R-Y-A-N-H-E-R, Z as in zebra, I, C as in car, H as in Harry, to enunciate. Um also, uh, I just sh- I just shot an undercover cop role in a documentary movie, uh, which I haven't gotten the title for yet. And um, I will be yeah, I'll just be posting stuff on social media. I would say that's the the best way. While my while my uh, website is in development, All who knows right. when that'll well, end? Go check that out. <laughs> also, if you want to check us out, we're at Yes and I am on Instagram. We post behind the scenes stuff there, so go give us a follow. We'll very much appreciate it. Also, I'm going to plug my sketch team. Uh, once a month at the People's Improv Theater, go check out the team Ratitude. I am one of the uh, performers and writers for the show, and I'd very much like to see some of my listeners out there. Thank you all for listening again, and we will see you all next time.